It's no secret that real estate is one of the best investment vehicles out there, but how can we determine which strategies will best align with our financial ambitions? Well, you've come to the right spot. Whether you're an active real estate entrepreneur, a passive investor, or looking to get into real estate investing, our goal is to provide investors with the insights and strategies for building our portfolios all while protecting our capital. I'm Daniel Nichols, and this is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. Are you looking to grow your real estate investing business? Fortune Cribs can help. Fortune Cribs helps investors buy short-term rentals in select markets around the country for as little as 10% down with cash on cash returns in the 20 to 30% range. Fortune Cribs will design, furnish, and manage all the day-to-day operations, making your experience truly hands-off. And it doesn't matter where you're at in your real estate investing journey, whether you're trying to get your first deal or scale your portfolio, Fortune Cribs can help. So if you want to take the next step, go to fortunecribs.com and book your free consultation to see how Fortune Cribs can best help you. Once again, that's fortunecribs.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Daniel Nichols, accompanied by our guest for the week, Adam Carswell. And today we are the Two Smart Assets. For those not yet familiar with Adam, he is a real estate entrepreneur, a podcaster, a LinkedIn power networker, and a new media marketing maverick where his expertise in communication has set him apart from the crowd. On top of that, he is co-founder of Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers, and has earned the moniker The Voice of Liberty as the Master of Ceremonies at Liberland National Events and hosts the nation's podcast, The Liberland Show. He is also a cryptocurrency pioneer and the co-host of the Blockchain Real Estate Summit, and in his spare time, he is trained to become a world-class DJ. My man, Adam, it's great to see you, dude. Welcome to the show. Danny, Thank you for having me here. And as soon as I heard you read that, I'm like, I think we just updated my bio like within the past few weeks. And I think you're the first one to do the new one. So it sounds really good. Great job, by the way, and honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude, super pumped. I got to be honest with you, man. I, I saw that bio and I was like, dude, this is this is probably the most perfect bio that I've ever seen in my life. So uh, th- <laughs> thank you for letting me at least go through it. So absolutely beautiful, man. Uh, and like I said, super stoked to have you on the show. You know, we first connected, you know, a few years back and it seems like now that I kind of see you everywhere, right? Whether it's social media or kind of the groups are rolling. I, I really feel like I, I just see you everywhere, like social media, especially, uh, you know, being all over the place, but, but it makes sense though, right? Because as we mentioned just a minute ago, you're a power networker, you're all over LinkedIn, you know, expert in communication uh, and all these things kind of tie in with each other. Right. And so I think it, it kind of feeds on just who you are. And I think it's, I think it's awesome, man. I do think it's awesome. Um, but one thing I do want to bring up in terms of that, man, is, as I know for myself and a lot of others, kind of we've kind of struggled with the area of communication and, and 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 networking and building a network and all that stuff. So I'm curious, you know, you seem so natural at this, you know, just from knowing you for the last couple of years, you seem so natural. Has was it always that way? Did you have some sort of like innate ability you recognized at a young age? Or like, hey, this is this is me. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a power networker and a marketer and all this kind of stuff. Or was it was it kind of the opposite of that? It's similar. And thank you for, first of all, let me just say this. Thank you for all of the hard work that you've done to build and continue to build this show. I know as a fellow podcaster, a lot, you know, our listeners out there as well, they might not know this is a full-time job. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to do a podcast. Like you got to put in the blood, sweat and tears. So Danny, thank you for all the hard work you have put in and continue to put in. So that way individuals like myself can come up here and talk a little bit. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, it's it's really interesting. My my father is definitely a charismatic guy. 
And I think growing up, I've always had that type of um, influence with groups and people that that he kind of exemplified for us and taught us as children. Um, my mom's personable too, but my dad definitely would be like the DJ, MC, hey, Mike Carswell knows everyone type of person. But I did have a phase in my life, and I'd, I'd really say from from childhood up until my mid like or was it preteen age? So between the ages of like ten and thirteen. My brothers and sisters, so um, I am the oldest, but I had um, siblings that were on stage, uh, getting into the school musicals, doing all these kinds of like communicative things to get rounds of applause from like groups of people. And I was actually behind the scenes doing like things like wardrobe. And I just remember at that age, I'm like, man, this sucks. Like I, I'm doing this, but I don't want to do this. I want to be like my siblings. Like I want to be on stage and like have people clapping for me and just feel more important than the guy like in charge of wardrobe and <laughs> fast forward, you know, roughly say, I don't know, 15 years. Um, I'm now definitely the most, you know, on stage on camera, whatever charismatic car as well in our family. And my, my siblings will still, will still get competitive and challenging, but I say, bring it on Paul, Mikey, Leah, Autumn, John, let's go. Let's see who's the most charismatic. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the context there. I think it's always been within me. And the thing that I like to share with anyone, um, especially your listeners, those tuned in right now is we, we all in some way, shape or form are introverts. The ones that kind of get to the level at which Danny is at myself, others that have been on this show. It's really just the people who finally decided to say, hey, get, like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going get, to get in front of a camera. I'm just going to get in front of a microphone and see what happens. And as a podcaster, you know, go ahead and listen to any show that you love, including this one, and listen to episode one compared to where we're at right now. You know, it just takes practice, really, to get to um, this level of co connection, networking, whatever. And so, yeah, happy to, to kind of dive in there. But I wanted to share the background of, you know, I was once an introvert, too. You know, and I, it's just so hard to believe, man, just from knowing you for over the last couple of years, you know, just you being an introvert just doesn't even doesn't even fathom to me, you know, because it, it just doesn't seem right. But uh, I appreciate you sharing that for sure. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I would say is you're absolutely right, man, in terms of, uh, you know, just going out and just doing it right. Because I got to tell you, man, uh, you know, in terms of what you mentioned about the podcast. I can't even barely listen to my first couple episodes of my podcast. They're so bad, you know, I mean, they're, they're absolutely terrible, man. And so, uh, uh, you're absolutely right, man. I, I can't agree with you more, but you're, but just go out and doing it is one of those things. So, you know, with that being said, man, I do want to dive into more of it. Uh, you know, you've grown so much in the last, even just the last couple of years since I've known you, right. Just in terms of business, personal, all that stuff. Right. But that's, that's you being intentional about something. Right. What, you know, there's probably a number of things you've been very intentional about. Um, but looking back on that, you know, to get to from where you were just a couple of years ago, maybe to where you are today, what are some of those things that you were intentional about in order to be able to create what you've created today, which is basically living this, you know, great life and helping others and helping yourself uh, along the way? Thank you. Yeah. The intentionality piece is important along with another piece that I think we all intuitively know, but some of us, I mean, myself included, I hit walls sometimes, but some of us forget that if you just don't quit, mm -hmm. normally things will work out if you just don't quit. Uh, most people are not willing to endure long enough at being bad until they can, can become good. And I love that quote. It's from my, my boy, Dr. Myron Golden. I'm going to say it again because I, I want to make sure I get this down for myself and for you guys. Like most people are not willing to endure being bad long enough to become good. So remember that. And then intuitively, uh, or excuse me, uh, intentionally, as you said, the, the one thing I look back on my life journey 
it's been a repetitive pattern of seeking out the direction that that I want to go. And this would be, you know, my, my recommendation to those tuned in right now is seek out the direction that you want to go, then seek out one, no more than two, really one, no more than two leaders that you can look up to and exemplify and either pursue them or pursue, you know, if they're, if they are a teacher, if they have their own content out there, pursue their content and just indoctrinate yourself with it. And, you know, my career began wanting to be a college basketball coach. I identified really one coach who I had a connection with, who's coach Shaka Smart. He's head coach of Marquette mm. University now. He took VCU to the final four, still got his, his phone number in my phone, in my phone. Like I followed him for a while. And then I realized that I didn't want to get into coaching. Um, got in the corporate world. Actually, maybe this is where I got a little bit con- confused because I got sucked into the W2 realm. But even in there, you know, still looked up to certain people and was like, hey, I want to be like you. And then once I quit my W-2 to get into real estate, I identified individuals like um, like Michael Flight and Hunter Thompson, who um, if you're not familiar with, with Michael, you can go to libertyfund.io and look him up. And then Hunter is kind of our connector here, Danny, uh, who I you know now run Raise Masters with. And four years ago, I'm like, man, I, I really like what these guys are about philosophically as well. If you know anything about me, Hunter and Michael, you know, uh, we'll just put it this way. We all really love freedom, individual freedom, (laughs) the less government, the better. So when I'm like, man, there's people in commercial real estate that think like this, I want to be like that. I'm going to reach out to them. And that's really what I did. I just reached out and kept following up and asking for work and whatever. And now it's snowballed into kind of what you've alluded to, which is the last last year, almost two years of my life. And I've been pretty productive and successful and it continues to snowball now. Yeah, I love that, man. That's a it's a great um, just a piece of advice, really, because you know before I start got started in any of this, I didn't really have that. Like, hey, identify someone, one or two people to really kind of just focus on and go after someone who's been successful in that space and go after them. And you know, I you know just a few years ago, kind of when I ran into to you and Hunter, just you know with the podcast and all that stuff for the CFC mentorship, uh, that wasn't a thing until then, you know. And it was just like ever since then, man, that's been one of the most powerful things. If you find somebody who you're aligned with and who's had some success, and you want to kind of emulate what they're doing, go after it full full steam, you know. So I think that's and huge. Be willing to pay. Be willing to pay for it. To your point, because um, that was the first ever investment that I made in my myself was exactly what you just talked about, which was the Cashflow Connections Mentorship Program. I was one of the five first ever mentees. And that's the first I look back on my life, aside from college, is the first time I actually invested in myself. And that has probably paid, you know, beyond a thousand X at this point, you can't even track it. So, you know, I do want to kind of touch on that, you know, and there's a lot of things I really want to talk about now. So, but I'm just going to roll into this, you know, it's really about, you know, it's about your network, right? And it's about, like I said, not being able to, don't mean afraid to, you know, kind of cough up something for this or trade something for it, right? Whether it be time, money, whatever, right? You got to be able to trade something for it. And, you know, and that's really a kind of, what I've learned is it's a lot about your network, right? And so just, just a fact, quick story real quick, kind of just alluding to what you said before is, you know, you and I first connected when I was interested in that CFC mentorship group, you know, ended up joining the group, Super awesome experience, man. Love that. Learned a ton. Uh, but one massive takeaway was from joining that group was the people I connected with, you know, you, Hunter, and then actually some people within the group. And really, and in fact, you know, uh, a few of the other members in that group who are just 
absolute rock stars in the space, by the way, at this point, you know, uh, I've had the pleasure of teaming up with them on a few projects now, and uh, it's been an absolute game changer, man. Uh, none of that stuff would have happened without that group, without taking that leap, you know, trading that time or money, whatever, to actually expand the network and connect with people like you, Hunter, and other people in the group. So absolutely massive. Without question, that would have never happened if I wasn't focused on like expanding my network and getting uncomfortable and leveraging those relationships, stuff like that. Um, you know, I kind of want to dive into your story with that. You know, can you talk about how you've been able to leverage your network for like for growth? And, you know, just to get some listeners, to give the listeners some context on, you know, maybe how they can do the same, because you've been very successful at doing just that. Thank you. Many of us may have heard this quote before. And if you haven't, there's a legendary, you know, I guess you could call him a self-help leader out there who he's passed away now, but his teachings live on forever. A guy named Zig Ziglar. And he says, if you help enough people get to where they want to go, eventually you're going to find yourself. I might be getting the quote wrong a little bit, but eventually you'll find yourself in the direction that you want to go. And I hate to hit you guys with so many, so many cliches here, but sometimes you just got to hear the cliches over and over to, sure. to get them to click. And it's simply, you know, listening to what, what others want, where they want to go. And I, and I guess that key right there is listening. So seeing, okay, where does this per, where, what is this person telling me that they need in their life to get to the next level? And that's actually one of my favorite questions to ask people either at a networking event or just one-on-one. -on -one. Um, you'd be surprised. No one, no one's really asking each other this question conversationally. And it's so powerful is, hey, you know, for example, Danny, let's just do it right now. <laughs> let's do it right now. Live example. Cool. What is the one thing or the one connection, the one tool, the resource that you need or you're looking for right now that could potentially double, triple, 10x your business? What I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you, man. I just did it uh, just last month. You and I were talking about this before the show. It was, you know, connecting with you guys in terms of being able to scale my uh, my capital raising business, man. So uh, raise masters for sure. Got it. Got it. Awesome. So so that's that's great. Thank you. And then what I what I want to get here is something that I can now step away from this interview with and be and keep it in mind about Danny Nichols. Like, what is Danny searching for right now? So is it is it deal flow? Is it a partner? Is it um, you know, is there, is there any like one person or connection that, you know, if you made that connection, the downloads of this show would double or, or something like that. Give right, me something right. that my eyes and ears open for. Right. So, yeah. So I obviously, you know, I do want to grow the listenership of the show. So anybody who's had a lot of great success with a podcast and growing a podcast, um, something like that, that's definitely who I'd be looking for. Okay. So probably becoming a guest on other shows more. Sure. Sure. Okay. All right, cool. So I'm going to keep that in mind after the interview. Now I'm going to get you some people, some shows you can go on, <laughs> but like, that's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. And if I didn't know anyone right now that needs to have a guest, at least in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, I know this is what Danny is looking for. And then it's weird, but like the, the, what the universe will do, if you pay attention is you'll start meeting people who are looking for guests and then boom, you know, whether it's a week or a month later, you connect Danny and he's not going to forget that. I hope not. <laughs> right. So, so that's like a little live workshop example of, of, of how you do this, how you play this game. You know, and that's a huge point. I kind of want to roll into that because, you know, we mentioned a lot of things in the intro there, man, about, about you, Adam. But the one thing I definitely know for sure is that you are truly a great connector of people. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just like, in my opinion, that's got to be one of your superpowers, right? And so obviously, you know, you kind of have a system for whatever, but is that something you've intentionally focused on building as a skill is connecting other people? I wish. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, it, sometimes, sometimes it's made me wonder, because I'd say, especially at a stage in life where maybe the money wasn't as good, it was like, man, am I caring too much about other people besides meeting my own needs? 
And I think to the point of what I, the, the quote that I used earlier, which is like, most people aren't willing to endure long enough at being bad in order to become good. Yeah. You know, look at my professional career. It took probably about three to five years, for example, of hitting LinkedIn really hard to get to a point now where I can find joy in connecting people and also have the comfort of knowing when I put you or whoever it may be in touch with someone, I don't need that instant gratification right now. Like it's going to come back in some way, shape or form. But there was, you know, (laughs) there was about three years of like, man, am I filling everyone else's cup more than mine? I don't care, whatever. I'm just going to keep doing it. And, um, and that's, that's it. I mean, it's like I said earlier, don't quit. So the key is listening, listening to where people are at, what they need to, we'll just use it as an example, take their double their business or take their business to the next level, keeping it in mind. And then when you meet someone who can do that for them, or at least has the chance of doing it, email, intro, text, <laughs> whatever it is, just put them in touch. Hey, there's some synergy here. Peace. I'm out. And then see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, no, I absolutely love it, man. I, I think you're absolutely right. And the one thing I do want to touch on too, as well, is you know you've grown this from being just a, just a great connector, and like I said, you're being intentional about what you're doing. Uh, I know a lot of people are looking to grow their network, right? And you've done, you have a massive network at this point, I'm sure. I mean, I've, we haven't really talked about that, um, but I'm sure you have a massive network at this point. And I know a lot of people are looking to grow their network, and then maybe they're kind of confused, like, hey, I don't know the best way to do this, or you know, how some strategies or tips or whatever to, to get there. And I'm kind of curious, you know, you mentioned. LinkedIn, you were very intentional about being on LinkedIn. Are there any other like strategies or tips maybe you can share with somebody who's really trying to grow their network? Absolutely. So it almost doesn't matter what business you're in, as long as you're in the business of entrepreneurship and we'll say raising money. I had to get this in here. So just a quick marketing plug to consider Raise Masters, because <laughs> if you want to tap into the ultimate network that goes beyond me, it's a great place to start. Danny can can fill you in on that, raisemasters.com. If you're looking to get just get going right now, square one, maybe do it for free <clears throat> for free. Um, I would go back to maybe two things, actually. One would be LinkedIn. And this is based more on personal example. I'm not saying this is the only way to do it. LinkedIn is a 24-7 networking event. It just depends on how you look at it and how you want to approach it. So three to five years ago, I kind of began this campaign of like, hey, I'm going to post daily. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But I was definitely getting content out like at least once a week and getting one or two likes on a post or whatever. The interesting thing about LinkedIn is that I think LinkedIn is the king of uh, social media for lurkers. So you will have so many people watching you on LinkedIn that you will never know it. And the only reason that, that I know this is because I've had posts where maybe no one even likes it. And then I'll get a comment from someone that I mean, oh, yeah, I saw your thing, your post or whatever about this. So I, I don't know why that's why that is. But I, I want to say if you want to get started somewhere and start meeting other people, starting to get people to recognize you and, and notice you, because that is really important. I know sometimes we don't want to be like seen, but like that is a key here. Um, post, make it a thing for yourself. Like I'm going to post daily on LinkedIn. I'm going to post weekly on LinkedIn for the next three years. Keywords, oh, wow. years. <laughs> Some consistency always works too. And just watch the watch the snowball start rolling in front of your eyes. On top of all of that, I mean, I love this type of conversation, Danny, and helping point individuals in in any type of direction that I can, as you, that's the whole topic of today. So if you do feel called to reach out to to myself or Danny listening to this show, I know there's a moment at the end to say, Hey, reach out to us, but I just want to encourage you, like, don't be shy. That's the whole key. Like reach out to people that you hear. 
Yeah. And it's a great point, man. You know, it's one of those things you got to get a little uncomfortable, right? Cause I know a lot of people aren't, aren't real comfortable with just reaching out to maybe somebody they've never spoken to. It might not be a complete stranger, but maybe they haven't had a real conversation or a real connection with them, but you're absolutely right. You gotta, you gotta get uncomfortable and start doing stuff, especially if you want to grow that network. I love the idea of posting, you know, um, on LinkedIn, you know, especially being consistent about it. Cause we, we both know that's massive, right? Being consistent showing up is probably the, the biggest thing. Right. And so I think that that's awesome. I do want to take a minute here, Adam, before we get out of here, I want to talk about communication because I think it's so critical in almost every aspect of our lives and, you know, personal business, all that stuff. It's all important, whether we recognize it or not. And in fact, um, if I'm just going to be a little personal here, but I think communication for me is, is an area that I have a lot of room for improvement in, man, just being, just, if I'm just being completely honest. So I'm, I'm going to be a little selfish on this topic here, but since we have you on the show, you're a great communicator. Um, are, have you found any methods for, you know, resources or any type of trainings or anything that you found for, to really help you in your communication? Or is it just like, Hey, I'm just a badass communicator. And this is how I've always been. <laughs> I would love to take that that uh, a moment to be cocky and credit myself, but I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, man, for the past year, I've referenced him already on this um, interview, and I'll do it again. There's a guy out of Tampa, Florida area, Myron Golden, Dr. Myron Golden, who um, within so Hunter and I are in Russell Brunson's inner circle. Russell Brunson is the founder of ClickFunnels, just really smart, probably the next leader of the world of marketing in in my opinion. So anyone that comes into Russell's circle will eventually find their way into, into this Myron Golden circle too. And Myron is like the king of communication and selling from the stage. So I will make sure after the after this interview I get you there's a link after listening to like 50 of his interviews on other people's shows. I found this one segment on SoundCloud of him doing basically like a, a free two hour consulting session um, to people about sales and communication. And, you know, this is no exaggeration. I think he charges around $50,000 an hour for people to work with him one-on-one. -on -one. And so this is like, it's a hundred thousand dollar piece of content that I oh, listen wow. to all the time because it's just like, wow. <laughs> um, and Myron Golden also teaches the concept called the four levels of value which is um, implementation, unification, communication, and imagination. And basically in a nutshell, um, the first two levels, you know, anyone who's working in implementation and unification is either working with their hands or managing people. Nothing wrong with that. You can make anywhere from, you know, on the low end $30,000 a year to on the high end, maybe a quarter million, just depending on where you're managing people and using your hands. Um, the next threshold, which 99% of the world never really quite gets to or grasps, except for us who are tuned in here today, is the communication and imagination level. And it's just so crazy to me when I think about our, our school system, the government indoctrination camps, how they really teach you from a kid to hate giving speeches. Oh, man. It's no surprise why there's, you know, it's, it's no surprise why there's not as many communicators as there should be in this world. Like we all have a voice. It's just a matter or not of like, if we want to take that red pill. And so doing stuff like this, podcasting, just talking to people as much as you can, even though maybe not like it at first, endure long enough to get good and focus on your communication and imagination, which we don't have time, a whole lot of time for imagination today, but like meditation, prayer, that type of stuff. People who operate in those realms, just think of like Steve Jobs as an example. 
So I'll get you that SoundCloud link when we're done. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I got to tell you, I'm going to dive into that because uh, like I said, I got a lot of room for improvement there, but uh, super excited to look into that, man. You know, I, I feel like we can go on here all day, really. I know, but uh, we got to get you out of here before we do, man, tell us more about raise masters. Uh, and also I, I want to make sure you tell us, uh, can you mention the blockchain real estate summit as well and anything else you got going on, man? Yeah, I would love to. Thank you. Um, so raise masters, the, the best way I can kind of, inform you and drive traffic would to be to have you guys come join us at our upcoming webinar. It's the best way to do it. So if you go to raisemasters.com, there's two options there. If you remember, this is a reminder to all our Raise Masters who are tuned in here today, get in there and get back, check out the content. We might've added some new things now. <laughs> and then um, for those who are not in the mastermind, just go, yeah, raisemasters.com. You'll see there's only two buttons there. One says register for the upcoming webinar. So check that out. And then uh, the blockchain real estate summit, you go to blockchain real estate summit.com. I can't remember the, um, discount code off the top of my head. You know what? I do. I do know one. This is, this is a special, I think this is like 50% off and I don't think we're giving this one out to a whole lot of people. This is only for listeners of two smart assets. Cause it's the only one I can remember right now, but the discount code is Miami. Cause we were just in Miami for block for Bitcoin conference <laughs> that Discount code should get you pretty far. We would love to see you in Austin, Texas in September. Awesome, man. Yeah, I, I, you know, haven't been in the blockchain real estate summit, but I'm hoping to go and check that out for sure. But what I can say is if you're interested in you know, raising capital, raising master, raise masters, check that out. It's an elite group. Um, if you're interested in that, man, reach out to Adam. Uh, he's going to get you hooked up for sure, man. Adam, man, great having you on the show, dude. I know I learned a lot today. I want to say thank you again for coming on. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Danny, thank you for having me. Keep doing what you're doing and I'll see you. I'm sure I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.